we are back. Woo-hoo. How are how uh, are you surviving the quarantine there, Dave? Um, I'm starting to get cabin fever pretty good. <laughs> well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think everyone understands. Uh, yes, we are back here at the Project X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with Big Dave, and uh, we are going to talk about a subject that I think everyone has at least a little bit of experience with. And this one, this episode, we're going to call the ones that got away. Now, when I first proposed this one to Dave, I, you know, of course, when usually whenever you use the phrase "the one that got away," you're usually talking about girls, girls or guys, either way, depending. You know, a, a romantic partner. Yeah. You know that you know oh, that's the one that got away. You know, type stuff. I wanted to expand that out to everything because we all have those stories of. A vehicle, or you know, that you had an opportunity to buy but didn't, you know, or you know, different stuff like that. And you look back on it now, like, oh man, or a job, or, or, or any, or something stolen from you. Yeah, any number of things. So that's uh, that's kind of where we're coming from today. Uh, I know I have a list here, um, and Dave, <laughs> and I'm sure Dave does as well. I, I, I avoided the problem by not making a list and decided to just do this off the top of my head yeah so i made I the list sometimes and <laughs> thinking is a bad thing for me. uh i tell you i, I wanted to, to preface this um because i think that there's one quote okay that 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 sums this topic up nicely yeah and it's one that i'm sure that you will know Yo. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Oh, Frank! Yeah, a little Frank Sinatra there from my way, and that was that was that ran through my head of yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what when when you talk about the one that got away, there's regret in that. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, for whatever reasons, you know. Um, do you want to start, or do you want me to? Because, like I said, I've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I got about seven items well excuse me i have five items and two people to talk about on here um so uh okay i'll go first okay so i've always kind of been a card guy Mm -hmm. and never had the money to do the car thing right because cars are expensive cars are expensive (laughs) and i had managed I had a friend of mine who had two Camaros. He had an IROC mm-hmm. and he had an 84 Z28 50 HO, mm-hmm. which basically became the IROC the very next year. Right. Well, I couldn't afford the IROC, but I could have, he cut me a deal on the, the 84 Z mm-hmm. and I bought it mm-hmm. and I had been doing work on it and been doing work on it. And I love that car. Oh, I remember this vehicle. Yeah. I remember it. Very you remember well. how much I, I babied I it and drove did. the devil out I know. of it. I know. And, and, and I, I'm here to tell you, folks, Dave loved this car. I mean, loved this car. So yeah. Um, you he, know, he was he was one leather jacket away from being that guy <laughs> 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 with like the you know with the with the uh, no, the, the no Camaro mo- like the the the, yeah. uh, the the hood ornament on the back of it or well, whatever. It's just like <laughs> you know when you when you go through. Buying what you can to get from point A to point right, B, right. and you finally get to buy something right. that, especially when you're young, because yeah. you were in your mid twenties, yeah. Whenever you know, early twenties, I yeah. guess, when you bought it. So, so I'm actually on my way to one of my college classes, mm-hmm. and I had a guy in a three quarter, and I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. Had a guy in a three quarter ton Dodge four wheel drive, jacked up, 
pulled out in front of me going the opposite direction from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm say I'm headed east west. He pulled out in front of me going west east. Okay. And if I had hit him, I was going right up underneath his front tires and would have flipped that truck and had it right in the T-tops on. Right. Me. So I swerved to get around him and ran right smack in the back of a Dodge gold Dodge Caravan. Mm. And he left the scene of the accident, and I went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it totaled that car. Yeah. And that that year, in in the mid-'80s, when they started making those things, they weren't made out of anything. No. Not like, because I had a, I've talked about this before, I had a 75 Camaro. Yes. That thing was metal from bumper to bumper. You would still I be mean, driving know, it today, even after hitting that Dodge so. Caravan. <laughs> and what, it would have tore the crap out of that caravan and yeah. still been, yeah. You know. And what makes it worse is the person I hit was actually... I'm originally from Kentucky, mm. and the person I hit happened to be the wife of the district attorney from the town that we had moved from. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, it was, yeah, you know, he, it was a thing. Yeah. And what was cool is that the police showed up at the hospital, as they do, to mm-hmm. ask, you know, what happened and all that. And they told me that they could tell by the skid marks I was trying to get around something. Right. And I told them about the truck and what it looked like. Right, and, right. And yeah, he totally fled. Yeah. So if, well, if you're that dude and you're hearing <laughs> this, if you, I ever find out who you are, you owe me a Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> Dave has a list. <laughs> you're you, on it. <laughs> you, I have a list in your top three. Pal. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. And I think I've told you this story before. Uh, our friend Andy, I was at work. It was when I was working at the video store and I get a phone call from him in the middle of the day. He's like, hey, man, uh, Dave's been in a, in a car wreck. And I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, because he lived in Hendersonville, yeah. you know, at the time. And he called me because he was like, yeah, he's like, they're, he's like, he's like, I, it, it looks pretty bad. They're putting him in the back of an ambulance, you know. Like, it was he was driving by there and yeah. saw it, and, and then he called me. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, okay. Well, so, it's right in the middle of Hendersonville, yeah, I know, right in front like, of the Taco Bell, which is funny because there are so many wrecks that happen on that stretch of yeah down. Th- there's a, there's about a two mile stretch of 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 highway right there in the middle of Hendersonville on what's it called Main Street, yeah. That there are wrecks constantly well, out it's, there. It's two lanes, one direction. Two lanes, the other, and then turn, turn lane. lane. And in one section, there's actually three lanes. Right. A turn lane and two lanes. Right. And you're better off taking back roads and trying to find yeah. a stoplight than you are trying to pull exactly. out. Exactly. And I, like I said, I have seen uh, Rob, my, yep. my, my buddy Rob, his one of his little brothers was in a really bad, like he's still got, like yeah. he's still got really bad like uh, he had a uh, head trauma because of it that happened right there oh, in that same that's you know, probably half of what's so. wrong with me because i bent the steering wheel of that camaro to oh. the dashboard with my forehead mm. that explains so much man <laughs> <laughs> actually that's probably doctor thinks that's probably why i have the migraines i do from I, time probably to time. that would make sense that would make sense yeah, yeah. uh i have one I mean, unless you want to keep talking no, about that. Go ahead. I, I have a vehicle on mine also, not quite as traumatic that way. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know what year this of the vehicle. Is it the Caddy? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. This is something I never owned. Okay? Oh, okay. Um, when I was I was twenty years old, I was working for my dad, and uh, there's a guy that we had gone to church with. Um, <clears> he was a barber. And my dad got his hair cut there, you yeah. know. And so we run over there one day, and we're sitting there, and uh, his, his name was Eddie. And Eddie was telling us that he had a, a, a son who was a couple years younger than me. And um, 
he was saying that he had a it was a Suzuki 500 motorcycle. Okay. Okay. And Justin, his son, he really kind of started poking around it quite a bit and getting interested in everything. And Eddie was kind of kids. I think he was like 17 at the time, getting ready to turn 18 or something. He's like, I really don't want him getting on that bike. And he's like, so I think I'm going to sell it, you know, and, and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and it was one of those things is like, Oh really? You know, like how much you asking for it? And he's like, man, he's like, he's like, honestly, he's like, I've got the bike and he's like, had a couple of helmets, you know, that kind of stuff. He's like, I would take $400 for, yeah, and this is in 1994, okay? $400 for okay. the whole kit and caboodle? Yeah, I know. So it's one of those things that we're sitting there, and I was like, eh, you know. And it's what was funny. This, this is the funny thing is we're sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well, that that's cool, you know. And I wasn't even really serious because it was just kind of it was more of a I'm just interested, like, how much you selling it for, you know, type stuff. And my dad leans over. He's like, you got $400? And I was like, no, I don't, you know. And he was like, uh, and he sat there for a minute, and he turns back. He's like, well. If you decide you want it, I might be able to float you alone. Yeah, I know. Which surprised the crap out of me to begin with. Okay, Dude, the, the, I would have like, jumped on that in well, a heartbeat because well, you know how bad I want a bike. Well, here's the thing. Okay, there, there's more to this story, okay? Yeah. I went over the next day. Like, I got in touch with Eddie. I went over the next day to, to look at the bike and everything. Gorgeous bike. It had this beautiful green, like, it was like, a, was it green and black? And it was that fade where it started oh, green and came back nice. into the black, yeah. you know, on the, and everything. And, you know, it needed a little bit of work. You know, like it, it didn't start right up. Like you had to, you, you had to use the kick, the the Kickstarter on it because yeah. there was something. It's like, hey, we can get the ignition. You know, get that worked on. You know, not a big deal, especially for the price. You know, yeah. everything. I'm like, all right, cool. So, and uh, I get back like an hour and a half later. Or so, as I because I, I was over there talking to his kids because you know we knew each other and that kind of stuff. I get back and my dad's out in his truck and, and I was like, man, it's a great bike, you know, and everything. And he and he's like. I can't give you the money. Oh. And I was like, what? And he was like, I can't give you the money. I'm like, well, why can't you give me the money? And he looked inside. My mom was sitting on the couch, and she had this stern look on her face. Yeah. Of, he had dropped the nugget that I where I had gone and what I was doing, and she put a stop to that in a oh, heartbeat. That of- sucks. <laughs> That sucks. And that's something that's been over 25 years ago. Dude. I still think about that bike quite often. I, I of think like, I, man, what, what, what would my life be like if I... Now, granted, I could have gotten in a really bad wreck or something, you know, during that time period. Yeah. But but it's still kind of one of those, like, man, I have thought about that bike so much over the years of it was right there in the palm of my hand. It was a Suzuki It was a Suzuki 500. 500. It was, I want to say it was a mid-80s. It was a little, I mean, it was about 10 years old at the time. So I guess it's probably yeah. a 84, 85, 86, somewhere around in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, you know, motorcycles, they, they last forever. And, uh, yeah, so I mean it's uh, but yeah I have thought about that bike so much over the years of man I, I wish I'd, I'd I'd purchased that vehicle or I'd had been able to you know so <laughs> just curious <laughs> well you looking it up to kind of get a, a feel of what it looks like well I was I was just kind of looking oh to no, see no 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 oh no no there. it's it's no believe me I have I have especially this time last year I was really looking at at, at uh, motorcycles. And I've really been surprised how much they still cost for something even that old. Is that it? No, 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 no. It wasn't one of those. It was the, um, um, shoot, if, you know, if you, 
It's more like a cafe style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, like this dude. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. So uh, that one's only like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. What's the big difference from four hundred? <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> inflation, man. Inflation. But you, know, but you guys like yeah. The yeah. fact that my dad. Without me asking, yeah, that was cool. Floated the idea of I could I could loan you the money. See if he'd just been quiet about and, it. And that was the mom knew something was up. That was the thing, and she pressed and him. And she think? pressed him, oh. and and it was he. Yeah, and she was not having it whatsoever. And I was still living at home. Yeah, it was one of those. I know I was I was over the age of eighteen, but I was still living at home, and yeah. I still had to. And it was one of those things. I could have bought that bike, like if I had gone somewhere and gotten the money or whatever i could have bought it yeah i wouldn't have had a place to live when i got back but it was <laughs> yeah no i get it i'm actually i'm actually looking at bikes too i've been looking yeah, a lot of the the yamaha v star stuff yeah so because i but, can afford those i can't afford a Harley. oh no i know or an indian well I have, no. been, I have been surprised, especially in the last year, of, of really looking at, at Harleys. But most of them are sportsters. There are sportsters. You don't want a sportster. They're kind of the... It the, depends. I mean, for me, a sportster would be fine. Yeah. Because I'm smaller than you. It, all, I'm, I'm shorter than well, you. I'm, I mean, it's, it's, it's not all that, that kind of stuff. It, it's not even that. I know I've, they're I've a little top-heavy. Well, no, you know, I've, I've talked to some of the guys. They don't make them as well because they they consider the sportsters an entry level. Right, And right. so they tear up really easy. Right. And, well, that's what I, I want to get an entry level, and then I'll graduate to a hog at What I've been point, told so. is to look at, like, the, the Honda VTXs mm-hmm. or, like, the Yamaha V-Star stuff because they actually are more reliable. The, we're you know, talking motorcycles. Something that I, I've I've kicked around for a years about possibly getting for an intro bike or whatever. Yeah, is a um, a Suzuki Intruder. Oh yeah, they're not bad bikes. They look good, but it's also one of those things that they're not bad bikes on top of it. Yeah. And, I, and the thing is, is I've I've heard really good things about them. So I don't. Know. Anyways. Tangent. That's the motorcycle that yeah. I didn't get to buy when I was 20 years old. It probably would have killed me. Yeah, I, want, I want a so I want a bike so bad it's just tearing me. Every up. year when it starts getting warm again, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I wish I had a bike or I wish I had my old Jeep back. One of the two. Oh, so. there's there's another one. Oh, it's coming up on yours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to do you want to go? Just go ahead and do it. All right. So, so the Camaro happened. Right. And then I got a, a POS um, A to B car again. Right. And then one day I was passing a car dealership in Gillettsville, and there was a, I think it was a 91 Jeep Wrangler, mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. Um, sitting on the, and they only wanted like five grand for it, which... It's not bad. Not mm-hmm. bad. It's no. kind of high mileage, but not bad. And... Again, those things run forever, as long as, yeah, I mean... And it was the four-cylinder, right, which was, doesn't have a lot of speed to it, nope. but will climb a wall. Mm-hmm. They have so much torque. Yep. And I know I had a mine was I had a ninety four for years and years and years yeah. and it was the same thing. Well, and I ended up buying it mm-hmm. and riding it, you know, driving yeah, you, you it, drove that driving thing forever, it, driving I know. it. And whoever had it before me did not take care of it, mm-hmm. and it was a money pit. Mm-hmm. And at some point, um, because <laughs> of the person who did not take care of it, I had to replace the engine in it. Well, I'm here to tell you, Dave. Even if you take care of them. They are still a money no, pit. No, no, I, I know that. I know that. But this one, Jeeps are a money pit. This wasn't especially yeah. deep. And I know. I had remember I had to replace the engine in mine also. Yeah. You know that. Well, then I found it started doing this thing where I'd be driving along and all of a sudden it was just like it was out of gas and I'm mm-hmm. looking at my gas meter and be like, 
I've got like three quarters of a tank. And gas they, gauge was off. So no, yeah. gas gauge was not off. Oh really? Uh, because I had the shop check it mm-hmm. two or three times. They're like, no, this is this is fine. I don't. And what they realized is Jeep when they made their gas tanks, right? They put a plastic baffling system mm. in the gas tank. Mm-hmm. And after a certain amount of time, you know, gasoline deteriorates right. plastic. Well, that plastic baffling system wow. had broken loose inside the gas tank. And, you know, with your driving, it's moving mm-hmm. all over the place. And eventually it would clog the hole and where the so gas you said is you wouldn't get any gas. Yeah. And so it would kill the engine. So I would get, you know, coast, pull off the side of the road, get out, grab the roll bar, mm-hmm. shake, shake the it. crap out of the Jeep. <laughs> So the baffle would move, yeah. get back in, start it right up, and just go on down the road. Right, right. And <laughs> did that for years. It finally got the finally got the money to where I could replace the gas tank. Uh huh. And when I was at college at Western, I was coming home one cold winter night home to see you know the wife mm-hmm. who was then girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I was coming down the ridge on sixty five, mm-hmm. and. It was so cold, the thermostat on the radiator had frozen open. It mm. did not let me know that the engine was overheating. Right. And I boiled that radiator dry, <laughs> and the engine seized up halfway down the ridge. Mm-hmm. I just pushed the clutch in, pulled it into neutral, and coasted, coasted all the way all down the way down. Yep. to the next exit, pulled off, and then made a call. Right. And, of course, engine's blown. Gonna right. have to. I was like, I can't afford to put a new engine in this thing. Mm. I'm just going to have to get a new car. And Dad had it um, towed to the house mm-hmm. and put in the front yard. It sold it for three grand with a blown engine. Not yeah, yeah. And last year, year before last, I went to one of the football games mm-hmm. where I graduated from to you know see some friends and to watch their kids in the band that I you know marched right. in also. And there was sitting my Jeep behind the stands oh, as nice. I was leaving. Nice. And the reason I know it was my Jeep is there was this one screw that was always coming unscrewed. So I had a screwdriver with a magnet on it mm-hmm. that I had stuck up underneath the dash where you wouldn't know to look for it unless you knew where it was. Mm-hmm. And the top was off and the doors were off. And I was like, should I? Yes. <laughs> and so I walked up to it and I reached up underneath the dash and, and I got my screwdriver. screwdriver yes. <laughs> but my Jeep is alive and well, well that's and good. running around Hendersonville again. Yeah. And I would love to have that thing back. Yeah. You know, I sold mine before my son was born. And it was one of those things that, like I said, we replaced the engine in it. But I actually got a picture of it. They didn't really change much. They put yeah. a little bit of lift on it, they put a LED bar across the front windshield and put some new seats in it. And that's oh, about that's all cool. that's, that's all a, they did to it, really. Yeah. So I, I'm, it's, it's nice to know that, that it's still roaming the streets, yeah. you know. So, so I miss my Camaro. I miss my Jeep. Yeah. And then I got married, and I haven't had a fun car <laughs> since then. Well, you're probably not going to have one again which for is a while. Probably why I'm probably why I'm looking at motorcycles. Yeah. So, which wife has said I could have? Oh, that's cool. Um, I. How many do you have on your list? I'm going off the top of my head, okay. so I'm following your lead. Well, I'm going to go ahead and throw two of them in here because they're both small. Yeah, go ahead. And the, um, are you are you familiar when if I say Amazing Fantasy number fifteen? Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It's a comic book, and it's I think it's Spider Man. First appearance of Spider Man. Okay, okay, that's the one that tells the <clears throat> origin story, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Very very collectible like very expensive hard, if i remember right yeah these days especially well back in the no, it's, isn't it, it's in the it's in the tens of thousands yeah, range you know um 
back in and and they're and they're not impossible to get like i've seen a few of them you know at um at shows and stuff where somebody has yeah. usually you know they're beat up and like kind of you know but they still i mean even those are several several thousand dollars yeah. these days well back in the early 90s somewhere like the local comic book store here i walk in one day and you know if you Familiar with the comic book stores, they always have like those books that are like behind the counter up on the wall, you know, that are like yep. the, the stuff that you don't put out, you know, they're more expensive, you know, type stuff. And yeah, I, like all the Deadpool stuff I don't have. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, well, guys. so I'm, I'm there and I'm checking out one day and I look up because I always would look, you know, up on the wall and everything and I look over the very end and I'm like, that's a copy of Amazing Fantasy number 15. And so I walked around the counter like the other side where I get over close to it and look at it, you know, and it wasn't in great shape or anything. But there was a price tag on it, $350. <gasps> you didn't do it. I didn't have the money. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I legitimately, for like the rest of the day, was trying to figure out how I could come up with that money, you know, because uh, it was gone the next day. Oh, yeah. But it was still one of those things where it was like, at a time in my life, I had, there was a copy of my favorite comic book character's very first appearance <laughs> in comic book form that was in a price range that I could feasibly afford. Afford, and so you're a Spider-Man guy. Oh yeah, I've always been a Spider-Man. Okay. That's, that's where I, that's where that's my jumping on point was with comic books with Spider-Man. See, mine was Batman. Yeah, and uh, and so it was. There it is, and then it was gone. Yeah, and I've never seen one even remotely getting close to that price. <laughs> So that's one I, I, I again. Now, comic book men pretty much heard you for that again. Thanks, Kevin Smith. Twenty, almost thirty years later, you know, at twenty between twenty five and thirty years later, I still think about that every once in a while, and and yeah. when I walk into that store, I still like I'm always like looking like, what's up on the wall you know what what yeah. you know comic uh, comic book men ruined that for you like uh, Barry Jackson all no. those ruined collectible cards the, for the me. thing is is that it's you know i've i've been collecting comic books since i was i really it was i when i was 10 years old is when i really started yeah and so 40 or 35 year 36 years of that you know i don't do new comics anymore i pretty much have just been trying to fill in some holes in my collection yeah. you know that kind of stuff but there are certain things that like are on my yeah, These are books I would love to have one day. That and you know, a giant size X Men number one, you know, and a few things like that. And uh, uh, on that same um, Amazing Spider Man number one twenty one, which is the death of Gwen Stacy, I had another. I was looking through some recent purchases that this place had several about 12, 12, 14 years ago, and there was a copy of it there. And for what and it was and it was one of those things where it wasn't unreasonable. Again, I mean, it was like less than 20 bucks you yeah. know and for some reason my brain just didn't the, the synapse just stopped yeah all of a sudden because it was again wasn't it was something i could have easily oh well, i'm gonna get this and then i'll have a copy of it didn't and i do didn't it. do it yeah. and i've thought about that quite a bit because the thing is is even bad copies of that are couple hundred bucks now you know so i'm just like ah, never mind yes <laughs> there's a few things like that that one wasn't even on my list it was just a thing oh yeah um almost 10 years ago okay yeah right um i had started a new job i had you know I'd, i was coming up on a year of sobriety i was i had got a new job i was making decent money for the first time in a while and you know kind of had got my life together and everything and i was uh 
just started dating this new girl that I was really into, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, it's time to move out of my house. Because those of you who listen don't know, I've lived in the same house my entire life. But this is this my, this house has been in my family for close to six, uh, probably sixty years, sixty-five, seven, maybe even close to seventy years. Okay. My great grandparents owned it um, when my parents were when my mom was pregnant with me. Uh, my great grandmother had kind of gotten to the point where she couldn't live by herself any longer, so she moved in with my grandparents, and then she gave the house to my parents because you know they're newly they're yeah. a young couple with a kid on the way, you know that kind of stuff. Um, my parents, when my grandmother, about 20 some odd years ago, um, by the time it was right, it was shortly after it was, I was already looking into getting out of the house cause I yeah. finished college, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this, Let, let's, you know, it's time to start, you know, roommates and all that kind of stuff and get out and that kind of stuff. And my parents yeah. like, look, your grandmother, you know, we got her, she bought a new house sold the old one because the old one was just way too big, big for her and so they basically built another they were they decided they were going to build another house onto the house that she lived in so they could take care of her okay you know type thing where yeah. like she would have her side of the house, she would have her own place they would have their own place but, but right they were right there in case anything happened and up until she passed you know recently that's that was the living arrangement yeah. and stuff and so it was one of those hey look we were you know, given this house whenever, you know, and so it kind of passed to me, you know, I'm the only, I'm an only child. So, you know, um, yeah, I know poor me. So, uh, but but it was one of those (laughs) things that I like, this was before we had really started talking like seriously about, you know, the title and I've been living here, you know, that type of stuff. And so I was like, I really would like to get an apartment wanted to be in a much smaller place at the time the house needed a lot of work you I, know i, I can was, see that and i can't see that yeah because it was it was more of a i don't want to always live here yeah. you know and it was also one of those things where i'm like all right let's see i'm in a, a place where i can do this so i went and i found a, i found an apartment went and you know went through everything and i even signed the lease on it you know and it was one of those things that like i wasn't going to move in for you know like 30 days or whatever but i'd already signed you know put the deposit down and all that kind of stuff yeah in the meantime i decided that i was going to get married and that wasn't going to be feasible for us yeah and so we were like all right well this is what we'll do we'll just stay here until we can you know we, we get another place you know type of blah, blah 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 so i had to like of course i lost my deposit which wasn't yeah. a ton of money but it was still one of those things Probably of like, like 500 bucks or something no not even that i think really? i think i put like a hundred dollars 150 dollars down under something you know oh that's back when yeah you this was this was yeah this was before every the rents went through the roof here uh, matter of fact i think my rent was going to be like 600 bucks a month and how many rooms um it was one bed it was a loft bedroom uh, and then the main room, and then a, a small kitchen and bath, you know, type thing. Yeah. It's in Hendersonville, you know, just that's right about, up the road. That's about right. And, you know, it was one of those things I really liked it. I was like, no, I could see myself living here without any problem. This is going to be, yeah. this is, you know, this would be great, you know. Uh, and I never moved into it because <laughs> I got I got stupid and decided I was going to get married again, you know. And it was, <laughs> but I have thought about that of what would it have been like having another you know living yeah. in a different place you know that kind of stuff so as, that. as somebody who has moved around uh-huh. quite a bit and has always lived in a different place right let me tell you i'm i kind of 
I see where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm kind of looking at you going, it would kind of be cool to be able to live in the same yeah. place for a very long time. Right. With, you know, the roots put down. Yeah, and, and it's not, you know, the thing is, is that during, in that time period, I've done a lot of work to this place, like completely, you know, redid the kitchen and the dining room, built yeah. this our podcasting studio here yep you know redid some redid a lot of stuff in the house you know put down new flooring you know yep. that kind of stuff so it's a whole different house now which is you it know helps. it's pretty nice you know it's cool you know that kind of stuff but it's just of course again in a different place and to yep. be able to do all that kind of stuff but i still have one sometimes wondered about that apartment you know about yeah. what would it have been like living there as opposed to you know i, I can tell you what happens you, uh, you pack up all your stuff and you move and then you unpack the stuff that you actually need, mm-hmm. and then you don't get any further than that. Yeah. And now you've got all these boxes of all this stuff that you probably do need, and you probably need to unpack and go through and all that, and mm-hmm. either decide I'm going to keep it or get rid of it. Well, but they end up just sitting in like, right. the attic and the garage and well, that, that spare bedroom. It was also one of those things. Behind your chair. And <laughs> yes, I've been to your house. Uh, it was one of those things that, you know, moving from the house that I'm in, which is quite large to a small basically a one-bedroom apartment yeah it was and at the time i didn't have a lot of stuff i admittedly but it was still going to be more yeah than what would have fit in that apartment oh, I so i was kind of going through like well i don't i guess i'm gonna get rid of this or or i i could put this in my parents attic you know it was kind of going through the what goes with what doesn't yeah. you know all that kind of stuff now there's no way i could do something like that well, so it's a even after i got married and the wife and i kind of combined our houses mm-hmm. um and we ended up with like some of her grandparents because we moved into her grandparents farmhouse mm-hmm. you know because it was just sitting there empty and her family let us rent it you know that was like a 3200 square foot house right and when we moved to the house that we're in now we have 1200 square foot <laughs> Yeah, it's a big drop off there. So, and I'm and my mom is thinking about selling her place and getting a condo. So mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to have to get a storage unit because she's like every weekend it's like come get your boxes of stuff yeah, that I yeah. packed up for I know, you. I know. It's like oh, storage units, man. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> big business now. I wish so. I had invested. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Your next one. Well, speaking of that farmhouse right. that we lived in, it, of course, it was way out in the country. Right, fifteen minutes from the house, we would lose cell phone coverage, mm-hmm. which which is nice in certain. You know, working yeah. in IT, it was nice to have a hard unplug. Right, when I got home, you know, I didn't have to worry about you know people bothering me. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it was kind of inconvenient. But right, mm-hmm. one day when I was at work, somebody came by the house and kicked the back door in and robbed us. Mm-hmm. And of course, they got. A couple guitars. Uh, they got a um, bow mm-hmm. that a friend of mine had custom done for me, which really makes me angry because I never got to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And they got a pistol that my dad had given me. But the thing that really hacked me off the most is they stole the shotgun that my dad gave me for my 18th birthday oh. that he had gotten, you know, for his 18th birthday. Oh, okay. And if I find the person, this is this is number one on the list. Yeah, if I find the person who kicked in my back door and got that Win, Winchester, uh, it was a Winchester 1200 16 gauge pump. Mm-hmm. I find out who stole it from me. Mm-hmm. You better hope the cops find you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I've never been so heartbroken over anything. Yeah, that bad. 
you know, because that was he gave me two two rifles or he gave me two guns basically for birthdays. He gave me a twenty two that he got when he was nine, mm-hmm. and he gave me that shotgun he got when he was eighteen mm-hmm. on my eighteenth birthday. And if I could get that shot, if I could get that shotgun back, that would be awesome. Right. Um, but if I could get one that's in pretty good shape, similar, similar I yeah. would be okay because it's kind of a hard one to find because it was in 16 gauge mm-hmm. and not 16 gauge is more of a European caliber. The Europeans really love 16 gauge cause they're more doing like pheasant hunting and that type of thing. In America, people really don't do 16 gauge much. It's either 20 right, or 12. 20 or 12 and right. I like the 16 because it was big enough for the big stuff and small enough for the, the small, small right. stuff. It's and very versatile. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I I would do quite a bit to get that shotgun. Yeah. Right. Plus the sentimental. Exactly. I mean that. Yeah. That. Exactly. Just being passed down two generations. You know that. Wow. If I ever find out who you are, I'm going to beat you to death with <laughs> with, with it with it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I tell you, I got again. Let me do two. Yeah, no, go ahead because like, I'm always doing that to you. Well, but the thing is, is that both one of these is just kind of a. Uh, uh, after I had graduated from Ball State, I took yeah. kind of a, a gap year, you know, because I was like, all right, I'm going to go work for a little while. I've been in school, for, you know, for a while, and mm-hmm. I was going. But I decided I was going to go back to school. Yeah, and so I applied to Austin P State University. Which is in Clarksville, Tennessee, um, just up the road, from just my up house. the road, and not that big deal, and was accepted, you know. And I was working on getting everything together to do that. What were you going to study? Uh, this was I had I had finished up my associates in liberal arts at this point. Sure. And so I was just going to continue that, but I had also decided that when I went off to do that, I was also going to do a second, uh, do a um, a minor in um, um, English. Okay, because and 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 not just in, and not just do that, but along with that, um, at that point I I had kind of get the point is like I kind of want to be an English teacher, okay, you know, and so it was kind of one of those things is like let's work through all of that, you know the the you know it was going to be one of those things that when I went it was yeah okay I'm working on this but I'm really working towards this, <laughs> you know it was like that. this was yeah. going to feed into this you know sure. type stuff you know going through and taking the you know, the education classes and all that kind of stuff, and I never. I never did, and um, that was kind of one of those things that I look back now. Quite honestly, if I had done it in hindsight, I probably would have shifted rather than English into history, because that's when I was coming out of high school. I, I had I we, had we both kind of had yeah, an interest. I had in expressed history. his. I had expressed interest in getting a degree in history. To, yeah. to teach history, you know. Uh, American history, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, I never did it. And it's kind of one of those things that I've, I've many times wondered, like, did I miss my calling to be you know, a teacher? It's, you know, it's <laughs> it's never too late. To I, go know, back to, I know. I know. I know. Just for you and for the general. It is it's never true. too late it's to true. go back to school I have known, and try something different. I have known plenty of people who have who, older than me who have gone back and, and completely gotten into a, a different, you know, a different and actually, Tennessee's community college system, I know. It, to plug you know, my employers, yeah. are perfectly set up you know, to help people right. do that, especially with the, the programs that Tennessee's right. got in place. Exactly. I agree with that. So that. And that's one of the things I've thought about, again, multiple times. Of I really wish that I had pursued that um, a little, you know, and, and you know, gotten, gotten my teaching degree. 
you know, yeah. that type of thing. Um, I, obviously, you know, the liberal arts is not going to feed directly into that. I was going to have to take other classes and that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things that because of a of a professor at Ball State one day pulling me aside because of a of a presentation that it, where we had to like get up in front of the class and everything he pulled me aside afterwards and was like have you ever thought about going into teaching because you're really good at talking to people and presenting yeah. all this stuff and everything and if you listen to this show you know i'm really good at talking so oh, you, you can't beat him at talking <laughs> but you if, know if he can't beat you with his fist he'll, uh, he'll i can talk beat you with words death. i can yeah. i can definitely beat you with words that's a uh but yeah that's something uh, again you know we're yeah. 20 odd years past that and i've thought about that a lot you know even my ex-wife at one point said something about why didn't you go into teaching like why you know because i was i was i tell you what it was we were sitting down to watch argo have you seen if you've seen Argo, oh, there yeah. there is that little like I think it's like seven minutes on the front of it where they're explaining the history of everything. Yeah. Well, before we turned the because it was one of those things we started to sit down. She's like, I don't I don't understand because she was she's a little she was younger than me. Like she was actually born when all that she was a baby yeah. when all that stuff was What's happening. On, you know. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, and I basically without having seen the movie laid out that entire first. Seven, seven minutes, minutes of yeah. it before, and then we turned the, turned on the movie. It's like, oh yeah, this is just recapping everything I just said. <laughs> 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 and but that comes from my, yeah, you know, just my, my love of, of history, you know, that kind well, of stuff. See, so. I took so many history classes. Yeah. At, oh, I loved history classes. Oh, especially man. the the history teachers we had at yeah. Volunteer State. I took so many that I could have taken one history class mm-hmm. at Western and had my history minor. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what I wanted to do. Right. I, actually, I know. I, know. I actually What's wanted that? to minor in, um, what was it? it was, uh, computer sciences. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I was going to have to double minor to, because it was a liberal arts school. Right. And because media, because that broadcasting media, television, video, right. video production was considered a science. Yeah. Yeah. And computer science, I wasn't getting enough liberal arts stuff. So I had to. What happened is my wife was actually trying working towards her master's mm-hmm. in folk studies, mm-hmm. which basically anthropology broke off from. Right. And I was like, you've already got all these books, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. I was like, I'll just pick up folk studies yeah, as a minor. There you go. And I ended up loving it. And basically what it did is it set me up to be able to do documentary filmmaking, and I never got to do yeah. that. So I guess that's a... If anyone out there is wondering what you do with a... a a liberal arts degree or a folk studies degree, you podcast. That's what. <laughs> oh, that is not true. That is not true. Actually, if my wife had finished her master's, and I, I'm going to take the hit on that, right. it's kind of my a, fault she didn't. Yeah, uh, because of money and stuff, uh, she mm. could have actually been like the head over like the Biltmore mm-hmm. or some you know museum mm-hmm. or you know something like that. I, I used that same joke a, f- a few months ago when I was driving. I, I drive for a ride share. You know, for those who don't know, yeah, and I, I had some kids i say kids they were in their mid-20s you know and they were and they were talking about you know they were talking about yeah school like they had just graduated you know from school or, or they like the previous year and they were kind of like oh blah, blah. and so everybody was like you know so what did you major in and they were like so what did you major in? and i was like oh i'm a liberal arts degree and i said and you know what you do with a liberal arts degree you drive for a ride share that's exactly <laughs> what you do with it so <laughs> that that joke went over really well with them as well so no, i'm sure i've heard that joke so many times people Oh, yeah. Use it for whatever they're doing, you know. This is a, um, and, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of so. I had that. Uh, oh, and the and the other one, th- that one wasn't supposed to take as much time. <laughs> Twenty years ago, yeah, I was working at 
a I was working at CD Warehouse, you know, and uh, this was at a time when uh, I didn't have any responsibility whatsoever. And that's different. Well, now I know, but this was this, I'm, I'm kidding. well, but I've got a kid now, yeah. you know, and that kind of. But this is when I had zero yeah. responsibility I'm whatsoever, just you crap. and you know, a lot of disposable income. And so I got on eBay, and I started looking. I had decided because you know I was playing me or I was playing music and that kind of stuff, and I really was wanting to get a new guitar. Yep. Actually, I was wanting to get an old guitar, but I wanted to get a new type of guitar. So I started looking at, S- at Gibson SGs, okay? Yeah. And I found this incredible deal. Like, I was I was following this auction on eBay. It was a 1972 SG, okay? And it wasn't all original. They'd taken the um, the tremolo, you know, the Bixby tailpiece off of yeah. it and everything. And it was just a hard tailpiece that was on there, which was fine because I never used a tremolo bar, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I was I kind of took a... Okay, I started watching it, started watching it, started watching it. Got down to it. I placed a bid, you know, like with 24 hours left to go or something like that. And wound up winning the auction. And it came with a hard shell case, you know, original 70s hard shell case and all that kind of stuff. And I had it shipped to my my store because I was there more than I was at home, you know, like when it would have come in. So I wound up paying... Uh, with shipping and everything, I wound up paying uh, just a little over $700 for this Ooh. guitar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I loved that guitar. Yeah. Loved that guitar. I think I remember that guitar. Yeah. It was that brown. Yeah. It, and it was one of those things that at one point it had been the cherry finish, but yeah. over the years it had faded. Like you could on the back, you could still see a little bit of the cherry on it, but it had faded to a nice, beautiful brown. That guitar had the best tone it stayed in tune it played the neck was great i mean it was just back one of those, when gibson actually made it well it was made in guitar. 72 i mean it was it was a 72 i mean it was a yeah it was an older guitar i loved that guitar i mean loved it. i mean like more than any any other guitar that i've ever owned yeah and have owned since then even and so it was one of those things is all well and cool well fast forward a couple of years and i decided to get married Mm-hmm. And of course, what's the thing that comes with with getting married? You have to get an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Not having a whole lot of money at the time, there was one thing that I had that was of value. Yep. And I wound up selling that guitar at a profit from what I had purchased it three yeah. three, three years earlier, you know, whatever it was. <clears throat> yeah. And sold that guitar and bought an engagement ring. Needless to say. I've been married twice, so that didn't work out so well. I have neither. I have neither the guitar nor the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> one thing. Nor I the have, wife. And it's <laughs> one thing I have learned from my friends. And, yes, and because and I think there's a song in there somewhere. Oh, there is. That's it, a, <laughs> it, 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 I think it has a country twang to it. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, you know, as I've said in previous podcasts, you know, for me and the wife, divorce isn't an option. Right, murder, murder is. Murder's an option, but um, not, yeah. But something I've learned from watching my friends, mm-hmm. you know, get divorced and lose stuff, is you never sacrifice guns, cars, or musical instruments right. for a relationship. Right. And that, again, that's I, I, that was in 2003 when I sold that. So we're talking 17 years ago. Yeah. I think about that guitar almost every day. Sounds like you need to... Oh, I can't touch one now. 
Oh, really? Oh, They've gone no. up that bad, huh? Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If I went out today, yeah. like went to the Guitar Center or Sam Ash or someplace like that, and looked at an actual Gibson, not an Epiphone, yeah, but a Gibson, Gibson SG that's not fancy, that's just about the one low of the end. New ones? Yeah, but I'm just saying, and looked at one of those things, they start at about a grand. That's for a new one, okay? And, and the necks on those things I know, suck, I know. and they but, break easy. But you go back and you start looking at those vintage ones that yeah. are now coming up on 50 years old. S- several grand. Yeah. And I'm like, had one. Yeah. <laughs> had a nice one that I loved, you know. I tell you what, um, if you want to see what, like, what anybody who's listening, if you really want to know what it looked like and and everything, and it's funny because when um, you know the movie School of Rock with Jack Black, yeah, you yeah, know the yeah. poster where he's got the SG or the SG yeah. looks identical. Oh, I remember that guitar. It looks identical. It's this. I mean, and it's one of those things because whenever when I when I saw that that poster, yeah, and I looked at it and I was like. I kept looking at the guitar because I was like, man, that looks so much like the one that I owned. It's not even funny. I was like looking. I was like, you know, they even like filled in for the old Bigsby, like the, the screw holes where I, and I mean, it was like, it was one of those things. Yeah. I was like, I know it's not, but it was because there was, uh, there was a very distinctive, like uh, in, in part in the, um, I think it was in the third fret on the mother of pearl inlay. Mm-hmm. It was on there. There was a little bitty like crack in the mother and the inlay. Yeah, that like that I like the identifying mark on it, you know, which is not there on that. But I was, but it was one of those things when I first saw that guitar, I was like, I I, I studied that <laughs> that poster. And I was like, is that my guitar? Is that my? <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly, and it's the same as that that brown, like yeah. you know, with that faded brown and everything. Loved that guitar. It wouldn't so. surprise me if it's not because eh. I know Jack Black's been yeah, through but, town several but times. But the thing is, I sold it on eBay. And I don't remember where well, I shipped it off to. I want to no say telling. I want to say it went to the middle of America somewhere. Whenever I did that, so I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's but I, man, if I could have that guitar back, uh, of, of like I, I wish I still I don't I don't even have the, the serial number on it any longer, which is one of those things I wish I'd kept that just yeah. as a maybe I'll be able to track it down one day through that or something. I don't know, you know, cause there, there, there is uh, a network, especially with the classic guitars and stuff where people yeah. are like, Oh yeah, I've got this and this is blah, blah, blah. You maybe know, it's written down somewhere. You find it. <sighs> if it is, it disappeared a long time ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd have pictures of the guitar. Yeah. Like I still have pictures of it on a hard drive somewhere. Um, maybe you got a picture of the serial. I number. might, I don't know. I have to go and look, but man, yeah. that 72 SG, I missed that guitar. And the thing is I let a lot of different people play it. They were like, Oh, do you mind if I, and everybody talked about, man, the neck on this thing is so nice, you know, and it play. I was like, I know, I know. That's that. <laughs> see, that's like that, uh, that Squire Stratocaster yeah. that I had that got stolen with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. It was only a Squire. But everybody that picked it up and played it loved it. Even you, even you loved that guitar. I know, and that's you know, and that's I have a, a Squire Telly or a, a, or a Strat in here. Yeah, that um, that, that's the whole. That was my when I bought it about ten years ago, a little over ten years ago. Because it was of the my neck. Guitar. Yeah, but yeah. it was the neck. It was one of those things. I walked into a pawn shop one day and I picked it up. I'm like. Okay, I'll look at this. Yeah, and and that neck, I was like, oh, this it's, is amazing, it, and uh, and I've had it ever since. So. You know, it, it was a it was a C shaped neck, mm-hmm. and it was a maple fretboard, right. and That's it was the way mine is. So, and it was fast. I know, I know. So anyway, seventy two SG. Um, 
You got you got something else because I'm out of objects now. No, I'm I, I I'm gonna stop. I've done everything I'm gonna do because sure? I I know these next two are gonna be good. All right, this is what we've been waiting for right here. I have two stories. Both of them are women. Neither of them are anyone I was ever involved with. Okay, I'm gonna start with the first one. Um, I was in college. Yep. I um, I was. It was. It was night. It was. This, it was the fall semester of 1994. I was 20 years old. Okay. I had been in. I was in a long-term relationship, but it was falling apart, like quickly falling apart. Like, how much longer is this going to last before it's completely yep. put? That was a bad semester in general because there was other stuff outside of that and there was just a lot of family issues and stuff that was going on that it, it was just a bad a bad time so yeah. so I'm taking an English class it was uh it's a fiction um, I remember that class yeah. I took that one and uh, yeah it was required being you know, I was one of those, all right cool it was like English 201 or something I don't remember what it yeah. was exactly I love the class okay the thing about it though is that there's a funny story that goes along with this. An aside on this one. This this is going to be an in-depth story. I'm going ahead and telling you this right now. Okay. Yeah. So the previous semester, I was so this would have been the spring semester of '94. I was taking a class. It was a uh, it was a um, a psychology class. And uh, me and this guy, I cannot remember his last name, but I, his name was Benji. Okay, and and we had a few classes here and there. And he was, you know, he was a, he was a good old boy, you know. And uh, and we sat in the back of the class, okay. And uh, across the hall from us was uh, an English class. And, and I know you know who I'm talking about, and don't say her name, okay? Because we're not going to say any. I'm okay. not going to say her this this person's name, okay? Okay. But we noticed early in the semester that the teacher was young and was this young, attractive blonde. Yeah, I know you're you know exactly about. who I'm talking about. So, and and she was kind of everybody knew who she was on the campus yep. because she was she was. I mean, she was like I think she was in her late twenties. You know, was one of those early thirties, maybe somewhere yeah. in there. You know. Um, Smoking hot. Yes, she was. And so we sat there for a whole semester, like just staring across, across the hall. And it was even up to the point of where, like, sometimes she would come in and she would be doing her class or whatever, and she'd look over across the hallway and see us looking at her. And on a couple of occasions, she went over and closed the door, you know, just <laughs> as, uh, all right, you know. So fast forward, you know, so like I'm filling out, like when you're filling out for the next, yeah. I found out who she was. Like what her name was, yeah. and I signed up for that class. Okay, <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about some kind of relationship with a teacher here. Okay, this is just setting up the, yeah. the the rest of it. Okay, so what was funny is that first day of fall semester, I come bopping up the stairs and go walking into the classroom. <laughs> as soon as I walk in, I look at the very back row, and Benji sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> And we both started dying laughing. I mean, it was like, oh, you did the same thing, didn't you? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so we're sitting in the very back of the class, okay? (laughs) And it was a small class. We were the only two guys in there. 
And I mean, we're, we're talking like there might have been 15 people in there, and, and Benji yeah. and I were the only two guys. I take that back. There was one other guy that signed up who didn't last past the first week or something, okay? Okay. But come to find out, there was another girl in there that I knew. A couple, you know, from um, that I'd known for a long time, yeah. you know, type stuff. And so it was one of those things that it wasn't so bad. It's like, yeah, okay, fine, you know. Yeah. But what was funny was when the, the professor comes in, she's like going through and she's calling the roll and everything. And, and the thing is, is several of the girls that were in there had had her for another class, like for their, their 101 or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it was. And so it was one of those kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, she gets finished. She's like, well, you know, I just want to welcome everybody here today. And, and you know, she's like, you know, I've got some returning students that I've, that, you know, that I've, uh, that, uh, you know, I've been in my classes before. And she looks back to the back and she goes, and I've seen a couple of y'all around. <laughs> 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 She knew what's up. <laughs> she knew exactly what was up. She knew what's up. I wound up loving that class. You know, it was it was it was a good class. Yeah. You know, it was you know, uh, we we did. She was a feminist, and we we read a lot of, of female literature, which is fine. It oh, bothered yeah. me, whatever. You know, uh, it was a good class. But here's, I said all of that to say this. Okay, there was this girl that was in there. Okay, yeah. This is what I can tell you about her. Okay. Her name was Tara. Okay. Her last name started with, I cannot remember her last name. I do know this. Her last name started with an M. Mm-hmm. It was about 15 letters long and had a lot of consonants in it. Okay. You know, obviously some Polish type name or, you know, or something like that, you know. But no, but she was fully American. I mean, she was 100% yeah. American, but somewhere down the line, her family had come from yeah. that, you know, the Eastern Bloc somewhere, you know. Um, over the course of the semester, he talked to her quite a bit and got pretty friendly with her, you know, just in class. And, and I noticed that she was kind of gravitating towards me a little bit, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, is that she was blonde hair, blue eyes, thin, big boobs, you know. I mean, like, what you would kind of, I mean, she, she very much had, what was model-esque in a lot of ways. But she was really cool, like very down to earth, very approachable, very, you know, that type of stuff. And she worked at a a restaurant, like I found out, you know, and I went and ate there a couple of times. My dad and I went and ate there one night and she was our our server, you know, and it was one of those things. He even asked me about her. Like, (laughs) so how do you know her? Like, oh, we had a class together, you know, and he's like, "Uh." Mm -hmm. and he was noticing how... Yeah, you know, and that kind of stuff. Of course, I was still with the person that I was with at the time, even though everything's falling apart. You know, yeah. So, over the course of from late August when we started there until late November, sometime. Okay, and this is, and by the time late November rolled around, I had we had my relationship had ended, you know, and and that kind of stuff, and. It was funny because my friend that was in the class, that not Benji, but the this other girl that I had, knew, had known for a while, who we had classes together, plus the fact we had mutual friends and had known yeah. each other for a while. I think she had kind of been observing what was going on, and she even asked me about my you know yeah, girlfriend, yeah. And, I, and I told her, you know, I was like, no, we're not, you know, that's been on the rocks for a while and we're not together any longer, you know, and that kind of stuff, you know, but it was kind of one of those, I know she was fishing into what's going on here. So anyways, I say all of that to say this. (laughs) 
if she did it once, she did it a dozen times over that three-month period of gave me her telephone number and said, hey, you should call me and we'll get together and hang out. You know, she was one of those things. She was about a year older than me, and she had moved back here from California. Sure. Had an apartment, all that kind of stuff. And she was always like, yeah, you should, you know, give me a call and we should, you know, we'll get together and, you know, come over to the apartment, you know, we can study or this or that or whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Never called her. Then one day, she was just gone, close to the end of the semester. I didn't even finish out. Like, she, she dropped out. Yeah. Gone. Of course, I couldn't find her number anywhere. She had written I, I remember very specifically her writing it down on several, and couldn't find any of that kind of stuff. Okay. So, of course, I'm kind of, especially now, you know, the yeah. semester ends, you get through the holidays, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, I wish I had her phone number. I wish I had her. So, fast forward a couple months. I'm at the Great Escape here in Madison. Okay, I'm in there and I'm looking at them over. You know, they use music, you know, CDs and all that kind of stuff. I'm flipping through, blah 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 blah, flipping through. Look down, Tara's standing there. Like, huh? So I walk around. I'm like, hey, and she turned around, and looked at me, and just like eyes got huge. You know, she's all like, oh my god, you know, how you know, and gave me this big hug. You know, and we got to talking. And she's like, yeah, you know. And I was like, what happened? You know, you just kind of like disappeared one day, you know. And she's like, yeah, you know, some stuff was going on. And, and you know, I've, I've kind of been dealing with some family stuff and this and that. And then she's like, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to, or she's like, I'm moving back to California. You know, um, just kind of, I miss it out there. You know, I had built a life there and yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And I kind of miss it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's a shame, you know. It was uh um, everything and and she was like yeah I know and so we we, we talked we talked for like half an hour or something you know we're, we're both shopping and like you know hey, have you listened oh yeah that's, that's a good CD what about this you know you're listening to blah, blah, blah. go up to the counter and checking out and all that kind of stuff and she I mean, she was like she was in front of me and she checked out and she's like you know I'm really glad I ran into you because you know she's like and she she goes I've thought about you a lot you know from that you know because you know, you were somebody I really enjoyed talking to, you know, like kind of something, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it's a shame that you're moving back to California, you know. And she's like, you know, I'm not moving for another month. If you tell me you didn't call her. She gave me her phone number. She's like, call me. We'll get together and hang out before I go back to California. I never called her. <laughs> <laughs> And again, it's been 25 years since what? that happened, okay? And I have thought about her so many times in that time period. You're <laughs> such a moron. And that, believe me, that that <sighs> sentiment right there has gone through my head so many times uh, uh, allow, of moron. As, just, as, a, <laughs> as a good friend, let me just go ahead and vocalize this. To you. you are a stupid mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get one last chance. And still didn't. And st- oh, yeah, I know. I know. I, hey, I especially when I was that age, I, 
admittedly, I'm not the brightest star in the sky now, but when I was that <laughs> age, I was really, really inept and, and just a, an idiot. So uh, I don't know if it was just <laughs> that I was desperate, but if a girl gave me your number, I was calling and it, I'm ta- man. I'm not, dude, I am not joking. This girl was smoking hot. Like, and, and, I mean, like, it was one of those things that, it, like, if she walked in the room, everybody turned around and looked at her. Have you, you tried know? stalking her on Facebook? I can't remember what her last name is. That's and believe, believe me, way back in like even like in the in the MySpace days, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, how did she spell her? What was it? I mean? Because I'm serious. There was a <sighs> ton of consonants. And I just remember it was Tara M, <laughs> and that was it. So <laughs> good. So yeah, I know, I know, but hey. Never, who knows? I, who knows? I'm you embarrassed know? for you. Yeah, that was not my finest. Uh, You've had a lot of. Your I've had a lot, but that that but one's that one's near the top of. Had I as known, I, as I have said many times, if I could go, if if I were in the same room <clears throat> with the the 20 year old me, it would just be a not just for that, but there would be a constant like. You're going to be lucky to get out of this room alive, kid, because uh, I'm just going to beat you repeatedly. Of, of so, see, if I had known this was going on, if I had been with you, I yeah, would have looked was... at her and said, "Give me the number because he's <laughs> going to lose it." It wasn't that I lost it so you much. It was lost like, it. No, I You'd didn't. Leave it in I your jeans. Your mom would wash them. it. I, your... One time, there was this one. In, there was this one time that, like, I, I was on the way up there. It was a early yeah. afternoon class, like right after lunch, you know. And uh, I was driving past Krispy Kreme, and the light was on. So I was like, hey, it's not a big class. So I went and bought a dozen donuts, you know, whatever, because yeah. there was less than a dozen of us in there at that point because a few people had dropped out, you know. Hey, no big deal. I'm taking it. Get there. The teacher wasn't wasn't there. She had a, something come up, so she had to cancel class. Yeah. Well, there's me and her and, like, two other people or something, you know. I'm like, I brought donuts, you know. And so we kind of sat around and talked for a little while. Everybody else kind of left. And it was just her and I for a while, you know. And we were talking. We were staying in the parking lot talking or whatever. And she was like, she's like, hey, I got to go. I got to work tonight. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was like, I've got another class coming up and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she reaches into her purse and pulls out a pen and writes on the top of the of the donut box her name and phone number and she was like call me sometimes and we'll get together and hang out (laughs) blockhead and here's the thing i tell that story and now like all these years later i kind of start thinking of it from her vantage point of you know she's got to be going what is this moron (laughs) like why won't he call me She got it right in the moron part. I know, I know. So it's, uh, but again, I've thought about her a lot over the years. Yeah. And this, that falls perfectly into the ones that got away. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you didn't let that one get away. You just kept I throwing just, that one back in yeah, the lake. Yeah, I know. That was, no, that one, I didn't even catch that one. That one kept jumping in my boat and I kept knocking it back out. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed I to jump in the boat. I you didn't, gotta get the I didn't catch you. Get back in the lake. It's uh, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. I know. Okay. I got one more. Yeah, I have me, one more, and I'm not. Could it be as painful as that? That one? Is it as painful as that one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> because why do I bother to ask? Because I'm not going to say her name. Okay. Uh, for a lot of reasons. 
there was someone that was in my life for a long period of time. Yeah. That I really developed feelings for. We were friends. That was, you know, yeah. th- there was never anything more than that. We were friends. Um, and it was one of those things that a lot of it, some of it was timing. Some of it was that I, I've always, I, I've, I've not been someone who got involved with friends over the years. Yeah. Because I was friends with them for a reason. Yeah. Not that there wasn't an attraction, not that there wasn't more than an attraction there, but it was more of a, I don't want to come out the other end of this and not have them as a friend any longer. Sure. You know? And of course, you know, some people are like, well, if they're your friend, then, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal no. because it's like, no, no, no. I have seen plenty of friendships Changes ruined. the dynamic. Absolutely. And this person was someone that, that I said, <laughs> Because I'm not saying her name, but I know that I'm probably going to give a, a lot away here when, when I say this. I m- have always maintained, I told her even one time, that she was one of my favorite people that I've ever met. And she still is one of my favorite people I've ever met, even though you know we're not, we're not in contact any longer. At least not in real contact anymore. You know, Facebook, you're in contact with everybody, yeah. you know, in some way. Uh, but... It was just one of those situations where never could get the timing right. There was one time where thought the timing was going to be right, and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, The biggest regret I have out of all that is not that nothing ever happened or that I never really pursued her. It was a very unfortunate situation that came later uh, dealing with social media and dealing with my alcoholism mm. the drunken message you know oh yeah and you know it wasn't anything you know it, it, it was basically me pouring my heart out <laughs> and it was uh, uh, the drunk I love you yes and it was oh man it was it was one of those things that at the time I was I was so like I can't I'm finally you know after all these years I uh, and waking up the next morning and being like oh please can I unsend that please can I unsend that nope. and you can't and it was one of those things that it was a full day before, before she got back oh, to me because that. she hadn't gotten you know, and I was like either that I she got it or she's thinking serious, about it and I was seriously like should I send a message with like hey like, read this first of like please just delete that message and don't you know but if I you didn't, send that message I know and then gonna, it's, I know they go and they read it anyway and so there was the when she finally did get yeah. back in touch with me it was the you know, I, you know, there's so much going on in my life right now, and I know there's a lot going on in your life, and, you know, blah, 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 and it was a, and, and you know, and it was, it was a really, it was a really nice no, okay, which was, you know, it 
probably deserved a much sterner <laughs> than you know yeah because it wasn't anything like you know that was but you know just drunken ramblings you know type stuff yes but i do remember very distinctly after all that like maybe an hour later getting another message from her and all it said was i wish you had said something years ago um, i mean like that that hurts i that, know that hurts and and it was one of those things that i was like okay and I got in touch with her a couple of days later. I was like, look, I want to apologize again, yeah. you know? And I was like, I would really like to get together and talk. Not about that. I would just like to talk to you in general yeah. and, and apologize in person and all that kind of stuff. You know, um, I'm not, ex- it's fine. You know, that yeah. that's, I, I want you to know that this is, I got it even off my chest. I got it off my chest. Yeah. What I said was true. But I don't have this bottled up anymore. Exactly, and, and, and it's fine. And yeah. and what you said was right. But I would still like to be able to apologize in person and let's talk about it and yeah, kind of get over with. And it just never worked out that we did. Sure, you know. But the great thing is that you know she has a beautiful family now, mm-hmm. you know, and a husband and a kid and all that kind of stuff. And I get, I see, and I'm like, I am so happy for her and I'm happy to still have her at least somewhat in my life. Sure. Nothing like it was before, you know, even in the friendship because she's miles and miles away and, and all that kind of stuff. And also the fact that like, you know, I'll be honest, I don't feel like I'm, I did. I mean, it's, that's been a while back, you know, but it's also one of those things and you go on and that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, fine. I really wish we had gotten the opportunity to talk about it, sure, <laughs> you know, yeah. just as a, eh. yeah. but at the same time, I'm like, now nah, it's fine because yep. we're adults. And, uh, but she is someone that, again, I have thought about a lot over yeah. the years of, of doing the, well, what if, what if at this point, yep, or at this point or at this point, you know, type stuff, how different now, Looking back on my life, I also look at that and go, I was a mess through all of those points. Yep. And so we would have no relationship now whatsoever because I yep. know I would have screwed it up because I was a drunken mess for years and years and years and years. And she did not deserve to have to put up with that. Yeah. You know, so I will always be one of my favorite people. Absolutely. So that one, you know, not not quite as uh, as entertaining as my previous story of of buffoonery, but yeah. So yeah, it just like I said, not not as entertaining as the other story, but one that yeah. When I started putting, when I, I first came up with this idea of things are the ones that got away. Yeah. She was the first one that came to mind i get that so uh, and, and it's not that i didn't have <laughs> oh yeah i know, know i know i'm you're in a much different place you I mean, are happily married there's no use yeah. in dredging up all that stuff well and you know and there's a couple that i'm also still not ready to rip the scab off. and of there's that, that also i mean and that's a yeah you know yeah. i can the Terra story yeah i can tell that story and laugh about it now i've told that story many times yeah. over the years of of to different people and they all that exact same yeah idiot what in the yeah. you know but this it, story yeah really and truly there's only one other person that, that has ever heard outside of her there's only one other person who's ever heard as much of the story as i just told sure so this was kind of a it's time 
to get this out yeah. as a okay, I did you did this. I did this and let and it go. Exactly, you know, and No, and, so, and I am happily married. Right. But even if you're happily married, there are always those what ifs. Mm-hmm. You know, there mm-hmm. you're always going to have those couple, you know, right. You know, what ifs. Right. And I've got a couple of those. I just don't want to talk about it. I understand that. I mean, it's uh I understand that completely. I could probably put one or two more on this sure. of of or one in particular that you know of someone who I actually was involved with that and I really do not want to get into that story because even though that's been a long time yeah that's still one that gets me riled up so oh, <laughs> I know exactly you know exactly who, who I'm talking about talk, yeah. yeah so it's uh that, yeah. that one actually gets me a little riled I know. up well you know yeah. it's funny that one gets pretty much all of my friends riled up yeah. whenever her name you know, surfaces. So she it's who a, must not be named. Yeah, it is. It's a. It, it. There's been many times over the years that yeah. I have spoken her name, and then all of a sudden she appears she's from al- nowhere. She's almost like Beetlejuice. It is. Really. It's like, yeah. It's it's or well, it's Candy that whole, you know, speak of the devil. Yeah, and the devil appears. You yeah. know, and it's it's kind of that. So yeah, we 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 don't talk about her. So. Uh, <laughs> yep. And that's a long story. So, <laughs> yeah, that might be like a four-parter. Well, I don't want. I really don't want to get into that one because that is. Yeah, a, let's leave that one alone. But anyways, that was the ones that got away. Um, some happy stories, some not. Yeah. And but a lot of what ifs. We all have them. Like I said, regrets. We, I have a few. You Find know? out who got my shotgun. I'm I coming know. for you. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's got a list. So it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I named number one and number three tonight. There you go. You never say anything about number two, huh? Mm-mm. Not going to. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Big Dave. So if you would like to get in touch with us. Oh, yeah. We got to do this. If you want to get a hold of us, we've got this stuff right here. here. All right, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project X Pod. Uh, we're also on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on Tuned In Radio, and hopefully we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at bigdavexpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Project XPod, and there's also at Big Dave XPod. Uh, we're on Facebook at Project X Podcast, and we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at Project X Podcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. You know, let your friends know. If you can't stand us, tell all your enemies. You know, we, you can torture them that way. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right, that's enough. Let's get on with the show. All right, bye. And now that you know how to get in touch with us, please do tell us. You don't have to go into quite the detail that we Guys, do. We don't, we don't hear oh, something from you. else. Something else. Uh, not even that. If you like the show, subscribe and I and you know in uh, wherever that that you get your podcast. You know whether it's yep. Apple. Apple helps quite a bit because you know and, and and post a review if you don't mind because that please. helps quite a bit. That will actually get us up in the ratings and get us more 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 listeners exactly yeah. and that type of stuff. Also, um, yeah, anytime you you can. I obviously we just told you, but yeah, really, um, you know, please contact project, us projectxpod at gmail.com. Believe me, talk to us. Folks. The, the, the 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 people who have got in touch with us we've gotten back to yeah and i mean very quickly um yeah anything and if you have if you have suggestions for 
you know, I mean, we're, we're always coming up with new topics here. But if there's anything you just want to hear about, I know a friend of our a friend of ours yep. got in touch with me the other night and was like, hey, man, why don't you guys talk about this? And I was like, that might actually be a decent something to talk about. Sure. I'm not going to say what it is because it's probably going to wind up being. Yeah. <laughs> well, my uh, wife is always handing. Yeah, I know. Ideas. And that's and of course, Corey, who was on with us, you know, yep. he's always like, hey, why don't you? And you're like, yeah, that's that's my mind. My, we'll probably have him back on at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's and um, I've got some ideas for other. Know, yeah. For bringing people in and just talking to them. But we've also had ideas for other you know, growing this into a network more than just the one podcast. Yeah. And so there you go. We could have different shows about different topics. Yeah. Um, so yeah anyways guys thank you so much for spending an hour and some change with us this time around i am alan smith i am big dave and have a good week <laughs>